This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Community History Online is a webinar series being hosted by the South African Jewish Museum. It came about through the realization that there are many people who are interested and active in keeping their community history and heritage alive and the need to create a space to connect all these people. Gavin Morris is the director of the South African Jewish Museum, and I'm delighted to have him now to tell me more. Gavin, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Sheree. It's always lovely to chat to you. What heritage, whose heritage, and how are we keeping it alive? This whole project came about through some conversations we were having uh, between myself and Adam Mendelssohn at the Kaplan Center, our respective archivists, and a few other people who are uh, absolutely interested and active in securing the history of their communities, uh, in particular Geraldine Aberbach, who runs a fantastic newsletter and uh, Kahila Link's website about the history of the Kimberley community, where she grew up, and Eli Rabinovitz, uh, who you may know, he lives in Perth, um, he runs about 80-something Kahila Link's uh, websites, which are really uh, websites that are geared towards memory, particularly of shtetls in Lithuania or places where, where Jews used to live, where you are able to upload um, images and stories, um, and it's part of Jewish Gen. So we had these conversations and we realized that there are so many people involved in the space and, and passionate about remembering their communities, um, and they were all doing slightly different approaches. And we decided that you know it would be fantastic and actually necessary to create a community around this. And, and that's the genesis of the project. And I'm uh, very happy to say that it's, we had our first session on Wednesday, the 28th, and it really um, took off. It was, um, we had a, quite a few people on the webinar and subsequent to that, uh, a lot more people have uh, signed up. So it's been wonderful. So tell me about the next two webinars that you are hosting. Okay, so well, the first one was was Eli and Geraldine speaking about what they specifically do, and uh, also a presentation from Leila Bloch, who's the archivist at the South African Jewish Museum, about our archive. Next week on also Wednesday, the I think it's the fourth of August at eleven o'clock SA time, we have three different approaches uh, or three different projects being done. Uh, the first one is by Gary Sussman. Gary grew up in Freiburg in the Northern Cape, and he's created a, a Wix website uh, with memories of that community. You know, we all know that that the small-town communities are, are rapidly disappearing or have disappeared already, but there are people who, who have a lot of nostalgia from where they grew up. And, of course, from the South African Jewish Museum's perspective, you know, we want to keep these stories. We want to know the, know the histories of these places. So Gary's done a wonderful job, and he's been doing it independently, you know, um, and created this website for it. The other person who's done amazing work as our next speaker that day is Rabbi Ryan Newfield. Uh, Rabbi Ryan is the new rabbi at the Musenberg Shul. Musenberg has a special place in the memories of just, I think, every Jewish community across South Africa and Southern Africa. And he's done amazing stuff. Uh, he's been using Zoom as a as a medium and setting up the uh, Zoom talks of people doing their memories of Musenberg, and it's uh, and it's really tapped into something there. So he'll share with us uh, the experiences that he's had through that process. And then the final one is something that we're actually doing at the museum, um, which I'm quite excited about. Uh, J.P. Burke, who's based in Pretoria, is a an independent researcher, and uh, he's working with the museum uh, and three 
congregants from a now defunct community, uh, a congregation, Woodstock and Salt River Hebrew congregation in Cape Town. This is an old congregation, one of the oldest. Um, but of course, uh, as times change and demographics change, um, the shul closed down and there are a number of the old congregants who grew up there who want to keep or find a place rather to keep the memories of the place alive. So they approached the Jewish Museum and we have our archive and we decided to do this as a, um, as a case study. So JP is working with them to do oral histories, to take all, all photographs, uh, minutes from their, from their shul meetings and so on and uh, collate them and, and archive them onto the SAJM archive site. And he's going to speak to us about how that process has worked. So that's the next session. That's going to be next Wednesday. And then the following Wednesday, which is the 11th of August, which is going to be the last one in this series, although I'm sure we will continue going forward, we have three other different approaches and projects on the way. Uh, the first one we're going to hear from is Eric Berger, who is the executive director of the Union of Orthodox Synagogues here in Cape Town. He's also the um, chairman of the Cape Town Jewish Cemeteries Board. I really feel for the Cape Town and the cemeteries, uh, what the way they've had to adapt to the COVID times has really been uh, sad and shocking, but I think they've done a wonderful job in very trying times. And Eric is going to talk about the virtual cemeteries website that they set up. And I think this is extremely important and very topical. You know, this is so many people are removed from the resting places of their loved ones. And the cemeteries board has created this digital space where they can leave donations, where they can see the grave sites and so on. So he's going to speak to that project. Then we have uh, Dave Bloom, which you, you may be familiar with, Dave. Dave's doing a lot of the Habonim podcasts or uh, Zoom series, which is fantastic. But what Dave also did is create a fantastic Facebook um, community for the Zimbabwean Jewish community. And he's going to talk about how he used Facebook to create this kind of community. And finally, we'll hear from Katie Guerin, who's the archivist at the Kaplan Center. Um, she's going to talk about what we have been, or what the Kaplan Center has with regards to physical archives, you know, what they, what they'll keep in terms of the physical history of our community, as well as share with us all the various resources that the Kaplan Center has developed over the years. Um, everything from the passenger lists, uh, to, uh, lists of grave sites across the country and so on, and basically share the resources that researchers can use or people doing their own personal research, whether it's genealogical, family histories and so on, um, which are available on the Captain Center website. So we felt that was quite a good overview of what people are doing. Um, but really the whole purpose of this is to create a community of people who are like-minded, who are interested in keeping these histories alive and, um, and try and make these connections. And then hopefully what will grow out of that is uh, interconnections, people sharing resources, sharing experiences, and, and building a community around it. I mean, Gavin, while you were talking, I was thinking, you know, during the lockdown periods, people have had a lot more time on their hands. And also people have, I think, become a little bit more possibly nostalgic for the past as well. Do you find that people have during this time gone back onto their own personal archives or memories or find themselves wanting to, you know, go back in history or preserve their own stuff? And and can we capitalise on this? Look, I think I agree with you. Obviously, it's anecdotal, I can't uh, say for certain, but um, we do seem to be getting regular inquiries from people asking, do we have uh, records of uh, this or that? Or where can they find uh, 
their rival records for their great-grandparents and do we have anything about a particular community or congregation? Um, and there's another element to this is I think while people have become stuck at home, they become a lot more uh, internet or digitally, digitally savvy. Whether it's, you know, I don't think there are many people who don't know how to use Zoom anymore, for example. It really has been a, a saving grace. And there are a huge amount of really fantastic uh, Zoom webinars and presentations that are going out there. People really have, have stepped up. Um, and I think this is, has, you know, lit the fire, uh, under a lot of people to realize that, you know, now's the time. Let's capture the history. There may also be, you know, this sad sort of tragic element to it in that people are losing loved ones and, um, and feeling the need to memorialize them. Um, and yeah, you know, maybe that's a driver of this as well, but I've certainly seen a pickup. Um, and I'm just really glad that the museum can can play some kind of role in, in helping people through all of this. I mean, that is in a way a role of a museum is to help you negotiate past, present and future um, to a large extent. And um, I think you're doing an amazing job. If anybody would like to attend the webinars, Gavin, what should they do? Uh, I think the best thing to do is just go to the museum website. Um, under our events page, you'll see a registration form and a breakdown of, of the talks and who's speaking and the dates. Um, you click on there and you'll be able to register. Uh, the first one did take place uh, this previous Wednesday, but on the museum Facebook page, there is a recording of it. So you can go back and, and have a look. And then obviously, you know, even if you're unable to attend, uh, your sessions will be recorded. You can watch them at a later date. But more importantly, by registering, we'll have your records and we'll be able to connect you to via a newsletter to um, people involved and share resources. So if you are looking for information about the congregation that you grew up in or the community that you came from or anything along those the past and history and things that you're interested in, these are people that, that we'll connect you to that will help you. There'll be researchers and people who've done stuff and, and really have have walk the path ahead of you and, and can share their lessons. And, and uh, there's no no need to reinvent the wheel, to use a sort of cliche, um, but help you on that path to, to securing your family history or your congregational history. And, of course, you know, the museum is there, the Captain Centre is there. We, we're happy to, to help in any way we can too. Gavin, as always, I enjoy chatting to you. I'm, I'm a big fan of your museum and your work. I mean, I still have vivid images and recollections of the exhibition that you once brought to Johannesburg. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, so keep up the good work and thanks for joining me. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure and uh, always happy to chat. Thank you very much. That was Gavin Morris, the director of the South African Jewish Museum.